You're listening to the One Two Three Show with me, Noreen Mir, on this Wednesday afternoon, and it's eight minutes past two o'clock. As you know, uh, yesterday evening we held a ceremony, an award ceremony for our Hong Kong English Poetry Competition, which was RTHK's very first English Poetry Competition. And I've produced a special highlights package where you can hear the three winning pieces by our three winners. And here's Gladys Chu, our MC, introducing the show. This is our first year of the poetry competition. We decided to set a theme, as you could see, as birth, and we launched in mid-April and closed the competition after six weeks at the end of June. Um, and we are really encouraged and delighted with the quality of po- poetry and the fact that we've received 106 entries in total, which totally exceeded our expectations. So a round of applause and. I believe a lot of outstanding poets are with us today. And now it is also our greatest pleasure to be joined by our esteemed judges, who, as Karindi just said, have dedicated their time and effort in finding out um, the very finest poets. Um, so now may I invite Mr. Henry Hogue, MC and organizer of Pew Street Poetry, to join us for a Q&A. <laughs> Woohoo. Hey. Hello, Henrik. So, How's it going? Yeah, good. You are a seasoned poet, right? You write a lot. Uh, I guess. Uh, oh, yeah, okay. I mean, I've been writing poetry for a long time and running uh, the English language open mic scene in Hong Kong through Peel Street Poetry. Um, so, but it was quite fun to be on the judging side this time. What are the criteria for a good poem, in your opinion? Oh, yeah. Well, that's the key point, in my opinion, yeah. right? It's so, <laughs> it's so, so subjective, and it would be... It feels a little silly to say, like, these are the best poems, mm-hmm. right? Because there is, there is no such thing. Right? Mm-hmm. It's, yeah. it's truly, truly subjective. Well, I read through... I like, if I... I have to enjoy it, obviously. Yeah. In, enjoying a poem is, is what makes it good. Anything subjective, if it's good to you, must be enjoyed. But then with poetry, specifically as an art form... I find that if you want to read it again, mm-hmm. that's a good sign. And then if upon reading it again, you take something different or there's still stuff to be unpacked, mm-hmm. that's, that tends to be a good sign for me. Mm, I see. I think the, the creative process is quite different for um, different writers. Some people, they just conceive the whole thing and they execute it from beginning to end. But some people, they start from a line. And maybe it's the first line, maybe it's your last. So between the first line and the last line, which one is more important when it comes to poetry? For you as a reader. Yeah. Uh, uh-huh. <laughs> I don't know. That's, that's a difficult question. I mean... Some poems can use the first and last line very well, um, but you also risk, like, if a poem just has, like, a punchline, and I know because I do this a lot, uh, <laughs> yeah, it, it becomes more of, a, <laughs> yeah. more of a, a, an extended joke and less of a, a poem. Mm-hmm. Um, and having kind of a good th- through line mm-hmm. from start to finish is probably more important than having some kind of impactful mm. first or last line. Whereas when you perform poetry, because it's why I run open mics, that actually becomes more important, right? Mm. Leaving that kind of forceful impression of having said something yeah. super interesting or super clever or at the start grabbing that attention. Mm-hmm. Uh, but when it's written down and you can sit there and, and be with a poem and read through it, that becomes less important. And I think the poems that did win tended to 
uh, not shine because they had strong opening or closing lines, but because they were strong throughout. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Thank you very much, Henrik. And thank please so stay much. with us because you'll be announcing our second runner-up. But That's before good. we do, do that, um, let's find out what great prizes we have for this year competition. Uh, tonight there will be three prizes, third, second and first. And all three winners will be receiving book vouchers as well as a beautiful piece of calligraphy by renowned calligrapher Miss Carlo Chu. And this unique calligraphy is created especially for each winner because it is a specific stanza or a line chosen by the poet themselves and recreated by Carlo. So it's a very meaningful award. That's I'd really say. cool. I, I really want it, but you know, <laughs> I didn't enter my uh, the competition. And as for the first prize, apart from getting the book vouchers and the calligraphy, the winner will also receive a beautiful piece of artwork by local artist Catherine Yoon, who joins us this evening. A round of applause, thank you. Um, and the artwork is also inspired by the winning piece itself and will be an artistic collaboration between um, the artist and the winning poet. So I'm sure you're all really excited to find out who our winners are and would Henrik please announce the winner of the second runner-up and I have the result with me. The second runner-up in the Hong Kong English Language Poetry Competition 2019 is Stephanie Sedinsky and her poem, which was called Mural. Congratulations. Um, so, but unfortunately, Stephanie is unable to be with us this evening. So her sister, Jane, um, is accepting the award on her behalf. So thank you, Jane. I think it is a good chance for us to listen to Stephanie's work. And are you ready to perform it for us? Yes, I think so. So the stage is yours. Mural by Stephanie Stajinsky. I cleaned you, shaped you, made you real. I tried to prepare you to live on your own, to stare indomitably back to face the elements, alone. That's what it means to be born. You are separate. When one became two, you became your own. That is why I can no longer help you. I hope for you but it is from afar. When my mind is not busy, you fill it. I know your life will be good, but it may be short. I worry. I know you will make friends. They will walk by every day, sometimes just glancing, but always knowing your presence. I hope it matters. I hope you can give them what I gave you, a fresh breath. You tell them for me. Thank you, Jane. And could you, um, did Stephanie tell you what inspired her um, yes. in writing this? So my uh, sister-in-law is, uh, is a local artist, and she actually was um, part of the HK Walls um, kind of project. And so uh, this oh. is her mural. Uh, oh, okay. This is the mural that she's talking about in the poem, and it was featured on the uh, front page of this magazine. And so um, we're all very proud of her. Um, but she's in Ohio. She's flying back to Hong Kong tonight, actually. Um, this, um, the poem is about um, this mural becoming you know, a reality. Um, it was painted on the wall of a school in Wan Chai. And uh, she um, 
well, what she told me was, uh, it's this creature, this uh, surrealist sort of creature, um, kind of peering into the wall um, and seeing like art in different frames. And uh, the art, um, it's repeating this line, uh, art is life is art is life is art is life. Um, and uh, this uh, creature is made of um, just ribbon um, and weaving in and through uh, the art. And so it, as though it's part of the art itself and uh, this... Um, she wanted it to be um, an inspiration to the people in the community, especially the students who'd be walking past each day going to school. Mm -hmm. um, and so, yeah, she's very talented. She's an artist and a poet. And yeah. Congratulations again. And now may I invite Mr. Hugh Shiverden uh, onto the stage, head of English Program Service RTHK, to present the first runner-up. Thank you, Gladys. Okay, the first runner-up of the uh, Hong Kong English Poetry Competition 2019 is Wincy Wong, and her winning piece is Swimming Home. Congratulations. Swimming Home. Focusing on your vision, the ceiling makes you wonder who designs a boring arrangement of tiles. Left hand up, down, and right up and down. Constantly breathing in and out above the water. Easy and pause as if you were calm. But there's always some kinds of fears when doing backstroke. You decide to go grade by grade, line by line. Stick to what you see, what you can hear. Lift your head up and try to channel both ears. When the sun rises, sunbeams converge, creating intense reflection and agonizing desire. But inside out, inverted, a negative sign of being alive. Breathing in here, out, and in, nothing out. Enveloping the breath and sorrows. Like how fish sleep, suspending in the water. The amount of tiny bubbles denotes the oxygen aligning up to frolic amount of corals. From a few to one, zero to none. Swim alone so you are sidelined to save the rest of life. Face squarely to somewhere you see light so that you can keep breathing under the sun that is bright. Perhaps not even a life. Thank you. Thank you, Winsy. A lovely poem indeed. And, well, can I ask what inspired you in, to write this poem? Literally swimming. Really? <laughs> yeah. And so, um, any other particular event that... Um, I won't say it's all about a protest, what's going on in Hong Kong. I would say it's something really personal. But, you know, life, it's, it's about everyday life. So, protest in my mind... Hong Kong in my mind, the city is in, in my mind. So it's everything I can relate to my daily life. And I have to go swimming to like chill a bit. And this is exactly what I'm thinking when I'm doing the backstroke. And now may I invite um, Ms. Karindi Chan-Man-Kun, the Acting Deputy Director of Broadcasting Programs, to come up and award our final prize of the evening. The winner of the Hong Kong English Poetry Competition 2019 is Jonathan Sue, 
And his winning piece is called Pieta and an Apology to My Unborn Child. Congratulations, Jonathan. Please accept the award. Okay, so a few lines uh, from uh, the judge. The poem is an interesting take on a narrator's thoughts about their child. It tells a careful line between using language interestingly in its highly dramatic tone and risking becoming pretentious, so much so that I wonder if it was meant to be a little satirical. In a way, that was what I like most about it, that it could be taken either way and succeed at both. It is either an excellent piece of classical highbrow poetry replete with historic uh, references and impactful word choices or it is mocking the style itself and it manages to live in this ambiguous space where it somehow does both well. So now um, let's have Jonathan to read out his winning poem for us. Paeta, or an apologia to my unborn child. My beloved, hastening to be born, profoundest thoughts enfold me at your coming. How can I but love and fear at once, and to what end? I ask that you forgive all that I hope, and cannot bear to hold in hope. Assist in imagination, breathes of touching hands at last. Not unlike that Adam, awaiting life, awaiting expulsion from Edom, should he live. To live is to err. To err invite the grief and troubles of a race whose first disobedience remains a mark unstruck, a punishment all too long prolonged. Could I, in all sincerest love, present you with a world so far removed from ease, an empty paradise suspended from a golden chain not ever to be found regained. A struggle midst mankind and little more. A discord or a dream, a monster then, a monstrous thing, and all paths lead to suffering. Did ever I ask you if you would be here and mine, my babe? How could I promise when you sought from me my heart the promise of a life of joy I could not give. How much I would, but could not give. A promise not for me to give my life more than a life yet to be born. Yet more, if you would hate your lot, this poisoned crumb of life, and would return, what should I think? But pray that Saturn guide me, cruelty bid me kindly be. Two hands seizing, murderous, torn, devouring once my child amidst the blackness of a bleaker dream. Mad mercy, cruel mercies of a heart that loves too much to let beloved things exist in horror still. Ivan Ivanovich, remember, bloodied in his father's arms, whose hollow eyes aflame with the terror of a love wrought mad in strife. Might it be better that you died before you truly suffered life? Done because we are too many, my dearest dear, my child in being. We only kill the things we love. We love mayhap, mayhap 
too much. How could I not, when blood and flesh and flesh and love has made a babe to be in me, a part in all and all of me, a beauty and a glory whole, but blameless, rendered cursed. And should I have the heart to give you peace, my all-beloved, or let you ripen to a death in life, now dying to be born? Thank you and congratulations again, Jonathan. And what came to your mind when you first learned about the theme, birth? Um, I think my first thought was, what on earth am I going to do with this? Yeah. I think very honestly, <laughs> yeah, very curious. honestly. It's yeah. not a theme that I'd ever thought about before. Uh -huh. But um, I think one thing that I thought of was, it's actually quite scary, the idea, in a way, of having a child today. The world nowadays seems a very scary place. It seems very difficult to, um, well, the future, as it were, for the next generation seems very scary, in a way. So I thought, would you, as a responsible parent, want to give that world to your children? And that was one of the things I thought about. And after that, it became, well, how would you justify whatever thoughts you wanted to have to that child? Am I willing to give you this world that seems a lot less ideal than what I'd promise? Would I be willing to be cruel to be kind? And how cruel am I willing to be kind? So part of the title, this uh, apologia, yeah, apologia. Yeah, it's not an apology, but more like a defense of my own actions, which is... To an unborn yeah, child. Exactly. Yeah. So this is the defense, or at least the thought process behind what am I thinking, what can I do? And so anything's been changed before and after you've completed the work? I think it's still a concern. So um, yeah. I think what I wrote when I first heard about the theme and... I think even now, I think it still holds true. Thank you very much, Jonathan, and congratulations once again for the very nice work. Thank you very much for all of your participation, and also thank you to our honorable judges, Tammy, Henrik, and uh, Hugh, for your precious time. Um, thank you also to our honorable guest, Ms. Karindi Chen. Thank you for your support for RTHK's very first English poetry competition in 106 entries. What a remarkable first year, and we hope to see you all next year. Thank you very much. And that was Gladys Chu, our wonderful MC for yesterday's Hong Kong English Poetry Competition Award 2019. It was a wrap and it was so lovely to meet all the winners and of course to hear them read out their winning pieces. It's one thing to really write for the page, but it is another thing to perform on the stage. So it is really, really uh, encouraging uh, to, to see uh, such emerging talents in our community. And of course, to receive 106 entries in our very first year. We're so proud and so encouraged and we hope to bring you this wonderful competition back again next year. So keep your eyes peeled. Meanwhile, you can also go to the Radio 3 homepage to enjoy these winning pieces. Our wonderful uh, multimedia editor, Angie Mann, has uploaded the three winning pieces by Jonathan, Wincy and also Stephanie. Uh, you'll be able to uh, enjoy them and also look at some of our pictures from yesterday's ceremony. And of course, uh, apart from our website.
website on uh, Radio 3 at RTHK. Uh, you can also go to our Facebook page as well, Noreen Mayer on RTHK Radio 3 and our official uh, Radio 3 homepage, RTHK Radio 3. You can check out the photos there. So thank you very much for your support this year and we will be back next year, hopefully. Hopefully.